0: The 14-day, scanning-free and calibration-free Cybionics GS1 CGM aims to deliver reliable, seamless diabetes management experiences. For more, check out cybionicscgm.com. How's it going? It's Owen here, and this is a bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast, Redefining Diabetes. Every week, we'll dip back into the episode archive and get you to think and reflect once more about some of the things we've learned from the podcast over the last few years. It could be some diabetic wisdom, advice, a great guest, or even a hypo story. So enjoy this bite-sized episode of the Insulone Podcast. Lemon from
1: Germany says, if your life since diagnosis was a movie, what would be the title? Unreal.
0: <laughs> that's such a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, let's see. It used to be a lot. But, <laughs> you
1: know, to, change, like, can I ask you to kind of maybe go a little bit another way? If your life was a movie title, what would it be? If you could choose a movie that's well, already out there. <laughs> well, so well, maybe give us two. I don't know. Okay. I, want, I want
0: to ask that one. What's come to my head now is. Do you, know, do you know that movie, Captain Phillips? Yeah. With Tom Hanks where the, yeah. the, the pirates hijacked the, the boat. <laughs> I don't know why it's come to my head. But you know when, when the pirate goes up to Tom Hanks and he goes, I'm the captain now. Mm. Maybe I'd call my movie Captain Phillips because that's me <laughs> saying to myself, I'm the captain now. When I was diagnosed, I became the captain of what I have to do each day what I have to look after, what I have to manage and essentially try to be in control of what, I, of what I can do as much as possible.
1: I, When you were starting to say Captain Phillips, I took it completely differently. I thought the ship was you and the pirates was diabetes and, and the pirates had taken over the ship. <laughs> well, that could work too. So yeah, no, that's, because that's you can, you're, you're the captain, you're the captain now.
0: <laughs> no, that scene just came to my head where, where he, he points at me, he's like, I'm the captain now. Oh, I like that good answer. <laughs> At Gemini,
1: Creti says, how can complications
0: be avoided in the future? Another great question. That kind of, for me, touches back on what Celine asked in terms of diabetes burnout. And for me, there's always a massive emphasis put on the fact that we live with diabetes and the fact that we're more than likely going to live with diabetes for the rest of our lives. And like I said, that overwhelm can sometimes take over because it's like, oh, all these different things that I have to do each day. And if I don't do them, they have a direct impact on my blood sugar. And therefore they have a direct impact on my energy, my mood, my sleep, all these, all these different things. So what I like to do again to, become the captain and try to avoid those long term complications, which I obviously don't need to go into detail about, is to take each day as it comes. Because as I will continue to say, our long term health is built from our short term health. Our long term is built from what am I doing today? What am I doing tomorrow, next week and next month? Because all of those things add up over time. So, In my own life, how I ensure that, well, how I hope to avoid complications long-term is prioritizing it each day and breaking it down into what can I do today that I know will benefit me. Exercise. Prioritize my sleep. Eat good food. Quote, unquote, good food. There's no good and bad, but you know what I mean. Accurately carb count. Do all these different things that we know are sometimes annoying, are sometimes boring, are sometimes very frustrating to even have to consider, but these are the decisions that consistently have an impact on our blood sugar. And if we're doing these things consistently and doing them well each day, we're doing all we can to avoid those complications. Next up, Derek in
1: Canada says, what has been the most important lesson you've learned from diabetes? Oh, there's some good questions coming out here. They're actually fantastic questions like these. Um, Say it again. What what was that question again? What has been the most important lesson you've learned from diabetes?
0: Oh, there's a lot for that one, I'd say. But what comes to mind initially is that... These are all going to sound like very cliche things to say, but they're from my own experience, and I feel passionately about them. So the first one would be your life is so short. And I know it's like, oh, life goes so fast, and time you can't hold on to time, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. But thinking back to 10 years ago when I was diagnosed, that feels like it was last week. Mm. And Sometimes you can think about it and it's like, whoa, yeah, 10 years was a really long time. And then other times you think about it and it's like, that was quite literally last week. <laughs> you know. Um, and I think when you look back over standout moments in your life, like when I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes and realize that that was 10 years ago, you, you come to that sudden realization of, oh my God, that time flew by. So I think realizing that your life is very short, again, much like answering um, Beth's question earlier about being present and being in the moment, it's the lesson I, I'm beating around the bush here, the lesson that I have learned is that life is short. And if if you can learn the skill of appreciating the smallest things, it's only gonna have a beneficial impact on your life. And another thing that I have learned from diabetes is that anything you want takes hard work and it takes consistent work, whether that be losing fat, whether that be building muscle, whether that be getting stronger, whether that be trying to build a business, whether that be recording a hundred podcast episodes, whether that be learning a new skill, and specifically, whether that be you being at your best with your diabetes. It's a very, very difficult and complex condition to deal with. And it takes a lot of hard work to be consistent with it. And it takes a lot of hard work to keep your time and range a certain height that you want it, or keep your A1C in a certain way that you want it. And for me. Realizing that something like that takes hard work so consistently translates then to anything else I do. And I, I realise that, well, if I want to do this thing, it's not just going to happen overnight. It's, it's a lot of hard work. One more. Uh, I know I'm going on on this question, but go, I go, one Go, more go, problem. go, go. Yeah, yeah. Another cliche answer to that great question from Derek is your health is your wealth. And I've said on this podcast before about how when I was diagnosed with type one diabetes, you, you're kind of slapped in the face with reality of, wow, you're not invincible as a 19 year old because you've just been diagnosed with type one diabetes. And now to a certain extent, your health is at risk almost every day because you need to keep your bloods in, in a certain range. And for me, Having that realization of, wow, your health actually is your wealth. You appreciate it more and appreci- you appreciate your friend's health, you appreciate your family's health. And it's just a good mindset for me to have, I believe. And a good example of that is, <laughs> is because if I know my health isn't where I want it to be, i.e., if my blood sugar isn't where I want it to be each day, that has a direct impact on my mood, my energy, my sleep, my performance in the gym, my performance in business, whatever it might be. And yesterday, uh, again, is the perfect example of it because I had loads to do and I had a few calls to make and I always want to obviously be at my best when I'm doing anything I'm doing. And yesterday I put on a new Dexcom sensor The first 24-ish hours of a sensor can be quite unpredictable readings-wise. But what what happened was I put on a sensor. The readings were obviously a bit unpredictable because it was kind of warming up, doing its thing. It wasn't going to be as accurate. But because I was busy, I glanced at my Dexcom. It said double arrows, 10 up. So I was like, oh, Christ, here we go. So what I did was I took a two-unit correction of insulin without double checking with my finger prick and my Dexcom was telling me I was high, but I wasn't actually high because it was still warming up and doing its thing. So because I treated an imaginary, imaginary high, inevitably I crashed down the other end Mm. and that hypo hit me like a ton of bricks. Now I was fine, but there there are different types of hypos where one you might kind of creep down to the lower end eat a few glucose tablets and you're fine then the other ones where you may as well be hit by a car because mm. you're just knocked out of it and basically i had to just put a few things on pause lie down on the couch for like an hour until i recovered wow. so i know that if my health is my wealth or if my health is my priority, then I do have the ability to perform at my best. Whereas if I neglect it, or if I don't give it the time it deserves, or I I don't even appreciate it as much as I should, then things like that would probably happen a lot more frequently. And therefore that would have an impact on other things I want to do. Does that answer the question? (laughs) I think so. I think Derek got enough there. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this bite-sized episode of the Insalone Podcast. And if you want to listen to the full episode, you can check it out in the description. Chat to you soon.